You're listening to a Radio 1 91FM podcast. Right now I'm joined by Katie, Naomi and Josette from Muna. Good morning. Atamaria in Māori. How are we? We're doing great. We're happy to be chatting to you guys for sure. God, I'm really happy to be talking to you too, Naomi. And I did say um, good morning in, in Māori and you have got Māori cousins. I this do. Is very interesting. It's amazing. Shout out to to Layla and Lucy and Reese. Nice. And, yeah. Like yeah, I've been, we've been meaning to get down there for a minute. I I really can't wait to go. You should. I bring the band. I've got my best friend owns a venue just outside of Nelson. He'd love to have you come and play. Oh man, I'm hoping that will happen <laughs> soon. I really am. All right, you, uh, right now, what is happening? Well, shortly, about to happen. Uh, your self-titled third record is being released on June the 24th, out on Satisfactory Records. Um, th- there's three singles off it so far that have been released. Um, what I love about you, the band, is listening to your records, and I don't want to use that cliche from Forrest Gump too hard, but it's like an unla- unlabeled box of assorted chocolates. You never know what you're going to get, but you know you're going to get something good. You know, you know you're going to you know find something good in that box. You're playing with textures of sounds, exploring various genres. Um, you know, and is that the thing? Is that what you want to do at the heart of the band? Just explore and play and experiment with with sonics and sounds. I honestly feel like I'm going to be quoting that to other interviewers that we get. I loved it. <laughs> it's such a helpful way of explaining what Muna is, and um, you know, we always say that the only requirement for a Muna song being a Muna song is that we all like it. So if we're having fun and we enjoy what we're making, then um, we're perfectly happy to explore like any genre of music. And I think that that this this record is probably the most extreme expression of that. Yeah, yeah, I'm really excited to hear what what comes out next because obviously I've only uh, heard three songs so far, uh, and the, the latest song that's out, uh, kind of girl, is a great example of uh, you know you exploring sounds. On this one, you know you've got slide guitars, you've got strings, and that's something that I haven't really heard from you before. Um, which is great, you know. You're expanding on, on your palette and these new sonics, and, and they're bigger. Uh, how did you come up um, with with that song and, and deciding to go with, with new instrumentations uh, on that composition? You know, I feel like we always try to honor like what's at the heart of of like Katie's lyric, and mm-hmm. when she came to us with like a verse and a chorus of that song and she had played it on piece of guitar it was just an interesting idea to us to keep it like kind of true to that form and then i think it just like evolved naturally from from there to being kind of a more like folky alt country kind of vibe and yeah that one just came together super naturally it just felt quite easy um to just follow you know what the song was asking for us to do to it um so yeah doing all the slide stuff was super fun um we bought like a 40 dollar mini amp like a fender mini deluxe amp i I highly recommend getting one because they sound so like bad good um and yeah we would like tracked a bunch of 
slide parts. Joe's a really good slide player and actually has played slide on a, a lot of our stuff, but I think it's been so distorted that it's like, this one sings a little more as like a slide guitar part. Yeah, this is like the most traditional slide, I would say, yeah. out of like anything that we've ever done. Most of the time it sounds like an evil robot. Yeah. yeah. I think that's the other... <laughs> the other sound that actually happens on a lot of minutes. This song also is like the most maybe real audio that we've ever yeah. recorded. I mean, this whole record has a lot of real audio, but this song in particular, like I, how many acoustic guitar tracks? Like so many. Yeah. We tracked a lot. The funny thing is, I don't want to spill too many secrets about the song, but there's a, the, a good backbone of the song is uh, not. Yeah, you're triggering. You've got bass in there and drums that aren't right. That are yeah. That are yeah. programmed. Um, yeah, that's and right. most of the time that's true. Yeah, I would say. Mm. But it sounds like it's not. You've done such a yeah, great job exactly. of hiding. Well, that, then we, you know, at least with drums, I did my job. Yeah. <laughs> what was wrong with the bass? <laughs> the bass is good. No, the bass. <laughs> the bass is nice. Shout out to Atmosphere and Trillion. Thanks for making such good, uh, such good instruments. That song is about like um, self acceptance and, and, and willingness to grow and change, which is something that is hard to do. And it's hard, you know, it's hard to take that initial leap. Uh, humans are so good at looking at their life and sometimes thinking, well, you know, that's it. This is me. This is how I'm going to be. Uh, it's, uh, we'll just go with it. That's fine. Um, but it doesn't necessarily, necessarily have to be that way. Was there kind of a point? In your life, I, I guess, Katie, because you, you you wrote the lyrics um, that inspired this song, and, and what do you want listeners to take away from it? Oh man, uh, it's such a good question. Yeah, I feel like we've talked about the fact that this song, for some reason, like I probably shed the most tears I ever have, like recording a vocal on a Muna song for this song, which really. There are so many like really sad Muna songs, um, but there's something really vulnerable about the hope that's in this song. Um, there's yeah. something very, very vulnerable about when you first admit like, yeah, I think I would like to try to be better. Um, and I think I could do a better job and I might need help, but you know, like I am interested in, in trying like, um, that just really uh, touches my heartstrings because it is it is really like a story in my own life. And I think reflecting on this album, something that um, has become really clear is um, we wouldn't, that process really started for me with the second record. And something that I feel really grateful for is um just like having the time uh i think when you're making internal shifts with like the way that you live your life the way that you talk to yourself and like the way that you handle personal relationships like those changes can take a really long time and and often like are really a lifetime pursuit um but it's very cool to see like um how i don't know like I think this was a journey that I started a long time ago and like it's only now starting to like come across in our music in a way that people are picking up on. So that feels like um, a huge like homecoming for me, I guess. It feels like an achievement. 
It's certainly an achievement. It's an amazing achievement. And I, I liked how you said help there. I think that's a really important thing in the message, right? You're not, you're not in it alone. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't have to be afraid of change or changing, and you don't have to be afraid of asking for help to do that. Uh, and you don't have to be afraid of failing either. Um, you know, change takes time, and you can fail at it a few times, but you just keep on, keep on trucking. I guess. It would be, <laughs> uh, considering it's you know a very countryish song, let's say keep on trucking. Yeah, I mean, one, one of the cutest things I think about this band is like, you know, we've known each other for a really long time now, and I'm very aware of the fact that um, when I met Naomi and Joe, I was not like the most emotionally mature person, and it was really hard for me to handle conflict or like really anything that comes up in the creative process. And it's really been like, I think that one of the like most valuable parts of being in this band is just like, the accountability and the intimacy like it's our relationships together that have allowed me to have a process of transformation and like I also kind of I needed to because I wanted them to stick around you know what I mean at a certain point it's like you're just account like you you have to um you know treat other people well so yeah yeah, I'm very grateful for that uh Josette what would those three USC students think of this record and its contents? Oh my god! <laughs> I mean, I think we would. I think more than thinking of the record and its content, contents, I think we would be so surprised on the journey that we have been on. I, I'm not shocked that we're still doing it, but the winding road that we have taken, and I would probably say like maybe we would be pretty impressed by how much better everything has sounded and how much better our relationships are with each other and how good the songs are. But it is kind of like baffling to think about these arbitrary decisions that we made when we were, you know, 19 and 20 to like start making music with each other and how it's kind of become this lifelong uh no, I don't want to say it's a lifelong commitment, but we kind of have made these blood packs with one another to, you know, make art together. And, you know, here we here we are. It's just a little bit trippy. <laughs> it's a beautiful thing. It's a really beautiful thing. Uh, the music Blood-o. is... the the music is varied uh, but what about the lyrical content of the record Um, I hear familiar themes in these first three three songs or especially the second two uh, that were released Um, is there an overarching theme or message or does every track kind of have its own story and its own thing to say I think the overarching um, theme is not it's hard to, it's more of a feeling than something that you can articulate clearly. Mm. But I guess I would say like that the record reflects um, like, and kind of is a celebration of like this new experience of um, agency in in life and having the ability to um, know your own wants and needs and articulate those things um, to other people, even when it's uncomfortable. Um, And uh, 
yeah like whether i i've said like what's what can be sprawling is that like the record has moments where it's like there's a desire for closeness they it has moments where there's for like freedom and like space um and I think like it's just a matter of like whatever it is I'm trusting myself and my own experience like in my body and um just trying to yeah express myself freely I think that there's more joy on the record I think there's more totally pleasure pleasure on the record like there's it's a little bit more like embodied I would say than um than saves the world um and yeah, I think like it's funny we don't really compare like with about you as much. It's like you always just compare it to the record right before. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But it's like there's a there's some hedonism on this record, uh, which I guess is I feel like is on about you, but it's just coming from a a, a very different place, um, which which I'm grateful for. That's a very different time in, in many ways, <laughs> and we're yeah. all very different people. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm, it's a celebration of a record. I really like it. It's um, it all the songs that I've heard have all they just all have that kind of quality that makes me want to sing along, right? That's like, sweet of you. Yeah, that's well, what I a Muna show is. Yeah, and hopefully no. you can come to a Muna show eventually. But I, yeah, I totally. You've been in some other place, but that a Muna show is a big sing along. I would say. That's what I like. But I mean, but what I mean is I can close my eyes and like pick up whatever is near me that's like a microphone and kind of jump around. Like it's, I don't know, they just, they, they, they just feel like those kinds of songs to me, if you know what I mean. I just imagine my teenage self jumping up and down in my bed singing those songs. Oh, that's so nice. Yeah. I mean, like, yeah, we all, I feel like making music and being in a band is in a way like doing uh, doing inner child work to sort of please your teen self in a way. <laughs> yeah, like, like if, if you're doing you know if you're if you're doing the path like in the way that feels good and it ultimately probably is the best I think it feels the best when it is like oh I would have liked this or like yeah, yeah. this would have meant something to me as a young person to hear and yeah, but- it would have impacted me because then you're you know you're healing that like part of your little the kid inside you so that's that's feels relevant i like that i like that right so the record is out on the 24th on satisfactory records it's self-titled you can pre-order it now via Bandcamp. i think the special vinyls are sold out but you can still get the black vinyl and the cd so that's pretty good. You sound out that vinyl. Not bad, hey. I mean, yeah. we that's wild for us. Really nice. Thanks, everyone. Yeah, yeah it's amazing. So those are still available. Um, so yeah, get them via Bandcamp. We always go to Bandcamp first, or, or your uh, website, or anywhere, anywhere else. But whenever you're going to get music, always go to Bandcamp. Always. Absolutely. Yeah, hundred percent. Uh, Katie, Naomi, and Josette, thank you so much for joining us here in little old Dunedin in the bottom of the South Pacific, where the days are getting shorter. But, um, you know, I'm, I'm in a good mood today. Thank you so much for taking the time out to speak to us. Oh, it was lovely. Oh, to thank you. Yeah, have a wonderful rest of your day, and hopefully we'll talk again. Most it would be a pleasure. Hopefully we'll be in person, and we'll yes. be over on your side.
That was a Radio 191 FM podcast. You can find more of them at r1.co.nz forward slash podcast.